G'day, Andrew. I'm well, thank you. I did tongue-in-cheek say the marketing campaign is nil at nil because that's the case. Not even owners on track, I believe. But just explain the situation. We've got so many race clubs in recent times with different uh, versions of their meetings being played out. The decision for nil not to have anyone for their once-a-year meeting. Yes, uh, I quite like your campaign, Andrew. Nil at nil. It's very accurate uh, for this year, unfortunately. So, yeah, look, we we made the decision uh, at the start of the month uh, to not uh, not have a crowd. Uh, and it was really just off the back of uh, the layout of the nil race course is really difficult to um, adhere to the, the protocol. So... And in particular, the separation from uh, with racing participants uh, from the public was—it's just very, very difficult to do it nil uh, without without having to uh, put up a lot of temporary infrastructure and fencing. And yeah, so look, uh, it wasn't a decision we we really liked making, unfortunately. But uh, you know, given that the the protocols are still in place, it, you know, it, it was the right decision for us. So, again, we have a lot of racing industry people listening, a lot of people that don't uh, follow decision-making closely. How does that take part? Because um, is it a case of committee all discussing? Does someone from CRV, RV come along and sit in on a meeting? How is the final decision being made when, as I said, across the landscape we see differing clubs with a 1,000 on track, others with no one on track, others, again, not even racing and so on? How did the nil decision was it arrived at? Yeah, look, the decision rests with each club. Um, so, you know, based on you know based on all the factors, um, you know, it, the the club and the the committee that govern the club are, are charged, I guess, with making those decisions. So, um, look, we we explored all options, and as I said, you know, we're a bit saddened uh, to not to not have uh, anyone at the races. But look, um, you know, it, it's just. Unfortunately, the year that we're in, uh, and you know, we'll we'll look forward to bigger and better things next year. And I, I totally understand the decision. I'm just playing the devil's advocate because just again, people naively, or maybe that's the wrong term, they might think, well, I look at ten race courses. I see an open array of land. I see a racetrack. I see a, a barrier. Or I see a grandstand or two. I see some infrastructure. A lot of people, including myself sort of struggle to comprehend why one is suitable, one is slightly suitable, and some are not suitable at all? You know, it's, it, it is literally the layout of the race course, Andrew, and, you know, each race course is different. So some some lend themselves to uh, provide the separation between the, the public and the participants really easily, um, you, know, uh, you know, whereby you can literally just put, uh, you know, a, thre- a fencing down the middle of the race course and, uh, racing on one side and public on the other side, and that you know, happy days. Uh, although you know, there's there's clubs like Mill uh, where you know the the racing people uh, must be uh, must be in the area that would occupy um, where the where the public would be. So therefore, the separation uh, is very difficult, uh, and that's the case at Mill. Um, yeah, so. So people in the area well and truly are informed, they know of this, uh, and I guess there are some that still are very cautious and understandably that wouldn't have come anyway, but the word is out and they look on to next year now? 
Yeah, look, I certainly hope it is. I mean, we, as I say, we made the decision at, or the committee made the decision at the start of the month uh, in, you know, largely because, you know, they wanted, they needed direction and needed to know, uh, you know, what the next steps were. Um, so, look, we we created, as soon as that decision was made, we created a media lease and, uh, and put it out there. So hopefully people are aware. I mean, it's the, the information's on our website uh, and our socials. So uh, certainly I would hope, um, you know, I, I hope that people have got that that out there, you know, that information because, yeah, it would... Um, so, you, so you're not having owners again because the initial release from CRV early in December was that you would still yeah. be able to have up to 30 owners per race, but that, yeah. won't, that won't take place. No, it won't. So we took a little bit of a punt um, at that point thinking, well, uh, you know, by Christmas the, the bubble, you know, the bubbles would burst, so to speak, um, and, you know, there wouldn't be the need to have the separation between participants and public. So uh, at the start of the month we thought that that would be the case. However, um, that isn't the case. Like the, the separation is still uh, happening until I think I think the 6th of January I, I heard yesterday. Um so look, you know, having having you know fifty or or sixty owners separated um, from uh, from the racing participants, or whether we have a thousand people separated from the racing participants, doesn't change the amount of um, infrastructure and uh, fencing that would, would would be required to to separate those two groups. So um, yeah, so look, no, it, it has changed since that initial media release. So the crowd decision was made well after the date was changed because, in a way, from an administrative point of view, does the revenue increase? Do you actually get some benefit from the fact that you're now a tab meeting this Sunday as we speak? Yeah, so certainly, Will. Um, so, look, yeah, so that's a good point. So at the same time, we, um, you know, once the, the crowd decision was made, uh, we've been in discussion with RV and CRV, uh, explored racing, you know, on the Sunday, uh, which, you know, I guess the theory was, well, uh, if you're not, if you're not trying to attract a crowd to your race day, you know, maybe it doesn't matter what day you race this year, uh, you know, which is, which was, which was actually a fair point. Um, so yeah, so we've gone on to that Sunday as, yeah, with full tab air coverage. So do you know, um, um, well, I'm guessing it might happen given people can congregate in country Victorias, in hotels and groups and families. If the Nil Cup had, we look for positives here, if the Nil Cup had been run uh, not on um, as a tab meeting, there's very much the case it wouldn't have been televised pretty much. So now we have a situation where you can't go to Nil for the Cup on Sunday as we speak, but you could gather in friends and homes and barbecues or local places and nil at least now you can watch every race on the tv with the televised coverage on racing.com now absolutely so that and that's key really uh so you know and, that, and that's for the first time uh you know the first first time that we've carried you know full full tab status so look whilst it, that that's exciting for uh for us in itself um, and it, it does enable does enable people to be able to watch the races at home, um, yeah, which is good. So at least uh, at least we'll get get the meal out there. All right. Well, something good comes of that. Just before you go, you look after a number of clubs. You're a very busy administrator. When's the next club you're involved in have either ramifications or things you have to look at going forward after nil? 
Look, so I've I've got Ararat or two Ararat meetings in January, one on the 14th and the, the 28th. Uh, and then the Great Western Cup on the 24th of January. So uh, I'm I'm confident, Andrew, that well, each of those race meetings will uh, you know will welcome spectators and, and the public and owners back, uh, which is very exciting. So look, <laughs> I don't want to I don't want to go the early crow, but hopefully from here on in, um, you know, it'll be pretty um, be pretty positive. Great to chat to you. It's challenging times. The racing still continues, but great to have you explain to our listeners across the state why Neil is not having anyone on track for this meeting on Sunday. Thanks for taking the call. All the best, Penny. Great. Thank you, Andrew.